This episode of the Rock Solid Podcast is brought to you by U-Turn Audio. Brilliant sound starting at 199 bucks. Everyone deserves a remarkable listening experience, and you'll get it with U-Turn Audio. Check them out at U-TurnAudio.com. Get in the ring, motherfucker, and I'll kick your bitchy little ass, punk. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself, I can't afford to be here. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today in the Zoom room for one of our very popular and highly sought-after Versus episodes, please welcome co-host Dave Festini and reporter slash scorekeeper Dave Schneier. How are you guys doing? Doing well, Pat. Real good. Real good, Pat. Thank you. Good, good, ready, good. I, ready uh, for another one. I would I would do these every week and just change the uh, the whole title of the show to Rock Solid Versus. I, I don't do know if that's a week. good idea. I'm not it's sure. probably not. No, but I've I've done many things that aren't good ideas. <laughs> For example, I did one just before I jumped on here, and this is the truth right now. Uh, my knee, I was having a little twingy pain in my knee, so I uh, rubbed some Ben Gay on my knee, my left knee. Okay. Then. Uh, I thought I washed my hands thoroughly, and then oh. I went uh, pee, and now oh. I've got a little uh, a little tingle in the nether region. Oh, not my. a good tingle. It's not bad. No. It's not like someone dipped my eggplant into icy hot, but it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely a tingle. It's close. It's close. The old the old hot dick. <laughs> what they, wow, what that they was call a, it. that was wow. my name in uh, college. <laughs> that was my nickname. Wasn't at all. I didn't lose my uh, virginity till 25 or right after college. Okay. Lots so, of information. Lots of information so coming early. at you, including yeah. uh, uh, some uh, ointment <laughs> on the junk. And uh, all right. So this versus <laughs> episode is, uh, is some prog rock bullshit. Yes, it is. Now, how do these albums relate to each other? First of all, I should ask, how are my co-hosts doing? Uh, Dave Festini, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I got three albums today. I uh, The Queen Jazz uh, reissue on hot pink vinyl from Walmart, which was excellent. That's the what? first. What's the surprise that's in that album? The poster's in there. The nude bicycle race poster is in there. Which is funny you should mention it because I have the original... It was, it was, I think it was the first Queen album I ever bought. Yep. And I have a feeling that the poster was in that one too. Yeah. But I probably got rid of it. It was separated from the album. <laughs> it was either thrown away or hidden because yeah. my parents weren't going to go for a poster right. of naked women on bikes. No. Or, that poster makes me want to put anything. some Ben Gay on my junk. <laughs> Hot dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Recommend, I don't, see, I don't I, recommend that. Are you going to hang the poster? Uh, of course, it's already. I I put it oh, upstairs in the, in the bedroom. Foolish, right on right over like on the ceiling <laughs> above Nancy's head. Oh my god! If I yeah. if 
if I was a millionaire, I would send you money to have that like professionally framed with like a mat and like some type of gold gaudy ass frame, just gigantic. And then you put it right in the uh, dining room. I would say it's inspiration to, uh, to exercise because they're all bikes. <laughs> now are, are there seats on those bikes? Of course. All right. I didn't know what those girls were up to. Yeah, they're going on a race, the bicycle race. Well, how are the bottoms? On some, how are the bottoms on some of those girls? I believe it does serve two purposes. I believe it is also they are fat bottom girls jing, in a bicycle jing, race. Jing. race. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All so, right. Yeah, that was a surprise. I was surprised to find the uh, the poster inside. So All right, and the other surprise. two albums you got. The other two albums I got are the Thunder reissues, uh, Backstreet Symphony and Laughing on Judgment Day. There's a third one. You didn't get the third one? I didn't. They're they're quite pricey. and yeah. um, They're double albums, though. They are. And while I do enjoy that third album, I don't, I don't like it as much as I do the first two. I have my limits. And the first, do, uh, the first two were produced by Andy Taylor of Duran Duran, I believe. Indeed, they were. I think he actually plays some guitar on the first one, if I was reading the liner notes correctly. All right, cool. And all, they're all colored vinyl, too. You know, of course, you know me and the colored, I'm a sucker for colored vinyl. I know. I got so many copies of things, doubles, because I've got had to go get the colored vinyl now. It's like when they remaster a CD and I got to go get it. So now do you sell the original? See, this is a debate I was having with a friend of mine at work. Um, I just because I have the original jazz album, which given that it's 30 for how many ever years old, yeah. it's still in decent shape. Do I sell it or do you hang on to it? Is there any sentimental sentimental value to it? What do you do? Well, is that the original jazz album that you purchased as a teenager? It is on I Electra keep, Records. I would, keep, I would keep it. I would keep that. Now for me. I like bought um, Sheer Heart Attack mm -hmm. on vinyl, you know, one of the newer remastered things. Then it came out on colored vinyl, so I bought it again. So I am selling that one. But, wow. Dave, why don't you frame the original? Um, I, I mean, I yeah. guess. Yeah, it cost you, I cost you six bucks for a frame, and you yeah. put it up, and, and then you've preserved it. Yeah, it's not like you have a bunch well, of junk. Right. In your I mean, room it wasn't anyway. the first album I ever bought. It's it not was the just point. like the first. Okay. Does anyone I, else get to use that room but you? Is that your room only? People are more than welcome to join me in this room. Nancy nobody, claims nobody that the does. couch nobody is does. not comfortable. Uh huh. Uh, the boy comes in here and watches movies and stuff. Him, I can get to come in here watch sports. Yeah. Well, he's um, going to come in now that you got that poster. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm can't keep them think. out of there. With any other artist that packaged a nude poster? Uh, uh, I, mean, I mean, Kiss maybe. No, I mean, the uh, Women and Children first had a quite a provocative poster of David Lee Roth in it, on his knees with his <laughs> arms changed. Count. Well, he's bare chested. <laughs> maybe that's one for the ladies. <laughs> you know, maybe they get the icy hot out and. Uh, um. Go down. The, uh, what's what's the album cover? Is it Ohio Players? Oh uh, yeah, there's probably yeah with some honey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not talking about. I mean, there's plenty of covers. I'm saying uh, you know, like an in uh, uh, an added as a bonus, an added bonus, a poster bonus indeed. Yeah. yeah, it would be a surprise if bands started to do it. 
<laughs> I was actually kind of surprised that it was in there given the, you know, social climate today, but yeah. apparently Hollywood records doesn't care. They don't care. They no. wanted to keep, they wanted to keep the package uh, sacred. Like it was yes. like, they keep my package sacred. Um, You're rubbing Ben Gay on it. Dave Schneier. What's uh, what's up with you today? You've got a rock solid who inspired logo t-shirt on. Thank you for that. Absolutely. It's comfortable as could be. That's a, uh, that's a high quality shirt. I really like it actually. Thank you. Uh, I, I'm just going to throw a little rhyme out there. I'm feeling fine and drinking wine. I, oh my God. No, shut up. It was a nice day today, Pat. Thank you for asking. Nothing major happened to me today. I didn't buy any albums. I didn't hang any dirty posters on my, uh, on my wall. But other than that, <laughs> all right, I'm feel I'm feeling good. Um, I didn't buy any albums either, but I did get a free turntable from U-Turn Audio in the mail, so nice. that was cool. So I'm so I jealous. took that out of the package and set it up. So I uh, <sighs> wait for the speakers to arrive. And did, did you choose the color, or did you just get whatever they sent you? I chose white for the because we just redid the upstairs apartment, and it's all like real. It's white, and it's like clean lines and so i wanted it to just look sharp i didn't want pilar to say what the hell is that so yeah i chose and the, 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 the speaker are the speakers white as well as so a matching they, they set? will be white they didn't get here yet but they will be white that's nice. what i requested and hopefully that's what uh, i will get and so. they'll look great the colored vinyl will look great yes. on the white yes it's gonna yes. look even it's gonna pop really and i'll right. post pictures uh like a nerd all right <laughs> Guys, thanks for doing these. Uh, if you ever get sick of doing them, uh, I'm just going to stop doing them because I can't do it without you guys. All right. Because uh, that's how good we are. It's true. Yeah. Uh, one I, of a kind. The these are fun. I like these. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad. And uh, three of here a we kind, go. I guess. Here's how, the, here's how these two prog rock bullshit albums relate to each other. Okay. Going to give a little backstory. Let me find pull some stuff up here. Oh boy, where here we go. Uh, in 1980, Yes releases an album called Drama. John Anderson leaves the band as lead vocalist, and they bring in Trevor Horn. They also have a new keyboard player on that album. It's Jeff Downs. Trevor Horn and Jeff Downs are both from the band The Buggles. We know them for being the first band played on MTV. Uh, prog rock uh, bullshit people and yes fans love the album drama it's great i love it too so sadly the tour didn't go well because trevor horn couldn't really sing the catalog night after night after night so mm. they decided to uh yes decided to take a little bit of a break and at that point steve howe leaves the band jeff howe leaves with them and they go to join john wetton and Carl Palmer to record the debut album by Asia, simply titled Asia, which was released in March of 1982. Uh, it becomes a massive album because for me, it brings prog rock into the mainstream. It's almost like a prog pop album. Would you uh, call it that Dave? Either Dave? Mm, I don't, I don't know if I go, I don't know if I'd say pop, but but certainly maybe main a little more mainstream yeah. rock. Get some on the radio, get some on MTV, right. heavy rotation. So what's happening with Yes? Here's what happens with Yes. They go into the studio in 82, and in November of 83, they release an album called 
90125. And I'm pretty sure we'll probably uh, misname that album many times throughout the show today. See, I'm already surprised. Like, I thought... <laughs> Here we I go. Th- I, <laughs> I thought 90125 came out before the Asia album. It didn't. It came out in November 83, almost huh. like a year and a half later. I was, not, I was unaware of this. Here's what happens. The lead vocalist on drama, Trevor Horn, he jumps into the producer chair. John yes. Anderson comes back. Trevor Rabin is now the guitarist. And they add on keyboards, Tony Kay, who was uh, on some of the early original albums. And this is the new Yes. And this album also gets tons of radio play, AM and FM, and they also become some staples on MTV. So that's how these two albums relate. That's how they can go head to head, especially since both albums have nine tracks. That's the most important thing to go head to head. Had a couple people email me uh, some title fights. I mean, some versus things. And uh, and they're missing the boat on a lot of areas. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's great, but that album has 12 songs and that one has nine, so that doesn't work. So the most important thing is that the songs have to match up. Uh, what do yeah. I want to say? They have to Same just amount of songs. an even number. Yes, or an even number of tracks. Right. Right. All right. Let me turn now. I didn't. I didn't test the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to play something different just to make sure you guys i usually do this when we're not recording but i'll do it now i'll play a little music uh let's hear some kiss this is uh this will be king it's just for an audio test okay fucking a dave we got listen do whatever you want jesus christ okay I'll i do, was looking uh, forward to hearing do you, you know, like the beatles are the beatles classic. okay with you beatles are fine the kiss right. was fine yeah, it didn't seem like it was you had to you did a, a non-verbal is there a Beatles song about somebody, you know, making a cast of a cock? Is there is, is that is that out know. there? That's a B side. <laughs> There's that one called "You Better Run for Your Life," where they uh, want to kill a girl. Okay, here's "Long what? and Winding Road." See, that's actually I, one of my that's one of my favorite Beatles songs. It's it's undeniable. How can you? It evokes a lot of emotion. That's it song. does. It does. Yeah. Uh, what thunder song uh, about uh, banging chicks evokes emotion? She's so fine. There you go. Yeah. There's All right, a, there's, folks. There's more than one. We're gonna kick it off. Track one versus track one, and I have to say that this <laughs> is a fucking battle royale right out of the <laughs> gate. This is. I mean. I know we're not supposed to look at the track listing and I didn't, I didn't, but we all, but we all three of us know yeah. the songs that kick off these albums. Yeah. Do we? Well, I we think do. So we're going to start with Asia because that album came out first. Yes. So here we go. I'm going to turn up the sound so that we don't miss a second of this intro. Right from my face. Do you remember when we used to dance? 
This really is a, a Rocky versus Drago fight. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Here we go. Yes kicks it off with owner of a lonely heart. head-to-head battle i'm gonna let you go first dave fristini which one do you choose it is tough i love that you know this the beginning of uh heat of the moment it's, it's just so record it's so recognizable and yeah um it's a great one it's a it is an 80s classic but then again so is owner of a lonely heart this might be the top for me I think this might be the toughest matchup of the night, uh, but I have to go with yes. I got to go with Owner of a Lonely Hearts. Just, it's just great. There's, there's nothing. I mean, I guess I can't be critical of either, but I love everything about Owner of a Lonely Heart. Always All right. have. There's one in the yes column. Um, it's going to be a split decision then because both of these songs are a 10. They're both a 10. They come on the radio. I want to turn them up. They both have great intros. Um, But Heat of the Moment is just, I just love Heat of the Moment so, so much. So, and I always have. And I was was wondering when we heard them back to back if my mind was going to change, but it didn't. But again, both songs are 10. It's really, it's really apples and apples. (laughs) So I have to go with uh, Heat of the Moment. And Dave, okay. and Dave Schneier, you don't your vote doesn't count. Not that your opinion always. means anything. Yeah, for shits and giggles, I'll ask you what what you think. Uh, I uh, heat of the moment. I love. So yeah. I again, both songs. I yeah, hold on. Don't give me a face. Nobody can see really? it. But don't give me the face there. I saw yes. Now who was giving floor. you the face? Let people know. I, who I did. I gave, him Dave him the, I gave him. Dave Festini was giving me the face. Yeah. I saw yes on this tour. I saw the nine zero one two five tour, and it was a fantastic concert. But heat of the moment, there's there's like a great anthematic summerness to this almost yes, too. Like yes. to your point, like driving down the road. The owner of a lonely heart is great too, but heat of the moment, and it's got and it has one of my favorite lines ever in a song. You catch a pearl and ride the dragon's wings. That's so good. We've all done that. We've all so done so good. 
Yeah, the who, uh, who can forget the the first time they caught a pearl and rode the dragon? <laughs> a little Ben Gay uh, on them. Who oh, knows? you like eleven? Yeah, How old right. were you little when ben you went Gay to the show? Um, and yeah, this are you eight, a year or two years older than me? Dave? All right. So first of all, this album came out in nine hundred one two five. Came out in eighty three, right? Yeah, yes. in, they in probably November. toured eighty. All right, so they toured in eighty four. I was fourteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And yeah, and the Asia album came out in March of eighty two, which meant that for me. Uh, the year I graduated high school, this was the summer album for me going into uh, going into college. So, all right. Uh, it's one-to-one. It's a tie with Dave Schneider. And I, I'm not going to ask Dave his opinion of every song, but that was certainly we needed to hear from him. Well, it's, it's important because he is the tiebreaker in the case of a tie. No, he's not. No, he's, he's not? No, he doesn't break thought, a tie. Oh, I thought, I thought he did. Sorry, Dave. I was trying to throw you a bone. <laughs> I appreciate that. There's a tie. There's a tie. Now I gave the face. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we've only done how many of these have we done? Uh, is this the fourth one? Me, uh, scorekeeper. Yep. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait to tell you what the next matchup is, Festini. Uh, Dave <laughs> Schneier came up with it. It's it's a great one. We're gonna wait till the end to reveal that. Yeah, maybe okay. in the middle. I don't want to do it right now. It, it right. might take away from this episode. Okay. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey folks, Pat Francis here from the Rock Solid Podcast. I want to talk to you a little bit about U-Turn Audio. Let me tell you something. I own a couple of these Orbit turntables. Brilliant sound, simple design, pure analog experience. They come in a multitude of colors. They look cool. They sound even better. You got to get one of these. And you know what? If you want to make your listening experience even better... I recommend plugging in a pair of their Ethos-powered speakers. Look, the turntable has a built-in preamp. All you do is plug these things in, turn them on, drop the needle, and go. Old-school analog power that fits on your bookshelf. Ultra-low distortion, amplification meets classic speaker design. We are talking about Ethos, high-fidelity stereo speakers that deliver immersive analog sound. The link is in the description, but it's easy. U-TurnAudio.com. Now back to the show. All right. Track two versus track two. Asia is going to give us a little something called Only Time Will Tell. To find that you planned it all along I see it now It comes so clear All right, only time will tell Is gonna go up against track two 
from 90125. I'm not going to mess it up because I'm reading and I'm looking right at it. So I'm only going to say it when I'm looking at it. Uh, track two on 90125 is Hold On. Right, so Asia's ballad is going up against a pretty heavy sounding yes track in Hold On. Um, I guess we take turns, so I'll go we on do. this one, Dave. Yeah, you're up, Pat. All right. Um, but these matchups are rough so far. Um, I'm still I'm still going to stick with Asia. Only time will tell. I believe was the second single. Uh, John Wetton's muscular voice sounds very nice singing this ballad and um i, I had never heard of john wetton in my life at this point because i wasn't into king crimson or roxy music or uh uk or any of the millions of bands that he was in and so i just thought he was a new presence for me and so uh yeah i really do like uh the sentiment and i do like only time will tell better than hold on so, Dave Festini. Only Time Will Tell is a great track. It's, uh, you know, you hear it, you sing along to it. I uh, remember it well. But you Hold On is just a big, Hold On is great. It is great. Uh, and we didn't hear it because we only, you know, you only played so much, but like it gets into those kind of funky time signatures a little yeah. later in the song. Like, um, I just I I love hold on I I I have a suspicion about this one for me and so far it's going that way all um, right all right uh yeah but you know I not to say you know I thought I again like I don't I don't remember the track listings of either of these yeah um so I didn't know what was what was it, it was going to match up against so I thought well, only time will tell is a pretty is a pretty strong one and in some ways I almost like it a little well I don't know if I like it more than heat of the moment but. They're pretty close, um, but yeah, hold on. All I'm right. going, hold on. <laughs> All right, so far, it's even Steven. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Jesus Christ, I just, I scroll up, I see these two songs, and uh, it's just, it's another killer matchup. I do want to say, both albums produced impeccably. Mm. No, what? Whoa, whoa! What's up? I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. You don't think that they both sound amazing? I do not. But the Asia album to me is muddy. What? I don't like the sound oh. of the drums. Wow, I love the sound and, of the drums. And the Yes album is pristine. 
All I right. love the 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 production on the Yes album. That's one of the things with this out this Asia album that I have an issue with is its production. I'm shocked. Hmm. I got to be honest. I'm shocked. I thought uh, Mike Stone did a great job on this thing. All right. Who? No, it wasn't the same guy. I thought maybe I was going to, I was wondering who produced uh, Escape. But no, Mike Stone was. Yeah, he, he did. Didn't, didn't he do Escape? Um, I think, I think it's Kevin, yeah. Kevin Elson and maybe Mike Stone on the, Escape. He was a producer on Escape. I hate the production a, on Escape. He did a couple too. albums by Journey. He did Frontiers as well. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> Frontiers. Yeah, it's Mike Stone and Kevin Elson on Escape, and then Mike Stone and Kevin Elson on Frontiers. I think Frontiers sounds like ass, but anyway. All right, here we go, Dave. Track three versus track three. It's <laughs> tough. It's 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 going to be a tough one. Let's kick it off with Asia and Soul Survivor. Soul Survivor by Asia is going to go up against another killer track from Yes. This is It Can Happen. John Anderson at the top of his game vocally on this album. So, mm. so good. Uh, Dave Pastini, 
you take the odd songs today. So what's your choice? Um, again, the age, I like the way the age, the, uh, soul survivor starts out good. Um, and it's a little more, I think with the first two had a little more pop to them. Mm-hmm. This one starts to lean a little more towards the prog rock bullshit. Yep. Um, but it gets to that chorus that to me is just kind of sing songy. And it just doesn't hold, it doesn't hold a candle. It can happen, man. I'm I'm sorry. All the like intricate little, like you can hear that crazy bass line. And yeah, that crazy bass line is, uh, is winning me over. And uh, I, I, I love it. I love it can happen. All right. Um, this is such a tough one. Um, <laughs> this is where yes takes the lead, everyone. Yeah, I mean, I do love Soul Survivor, and I love I love what it's about. You know, being the Soul Survivor, you know, last man standing type of thing. But um, there's so much <laughs> the going- lyrics like "I tripped my foot, I nearly fell." In the yeah, be careful. You got to be careful out there, Dave. Did you ever fall down as a, as a grown man? Yeah, I didn't, I, I've, fall, I've fallen down a lot. I never thought I'd write a song about it. Well, maybe this guy fell down so much that he couldn't <laughs> not write a song about it. You don't know what he's gone through. You don't know his struggles. Perhaps. Perhaps. You got to you gotta walk a, a mile in his hurt foot. Uh, there is so much going on and it can happen. That baseline is so good. It's, there's many, many layers. And so, yeah, I'm going to also go with It Can Happen. There we go. Difficult. Yeah, Soul Survivor's not bad. Again, at the product, I, I don't know, man. I don't. I just don't like the production on this Asia album. You're not a Mike Stone fan, it sounds like. The drum, like. I love the, the drums. I think Carl Palmer's sound, drums sound great. In all three of these songs now, um, they sound rushed. It's almost like they don't, they're not fine. They get out of, out of sync or out of speed. It's just weird. Okay. All right. It's your opinion. <laughs> it's, it's track four. Again, we need a, sc- a tally, four. an official tally. Oh, that's a good idea. Dave. That's a good idea. Yeah. Let's give a t- tally. Dave Schneier. The official tally right now has yes up four to two right now. All right. On Asia. That's all it takes. I mean, if I would have went with Asia, it's tied 3-3. It only takes, you yeah. take the lead by two points pretty quickly in this game. I'm really curious as to where this is going to go the rest of the way. Because <laughs> I'm looking at track by track. So I'm really curious to see what you guys come up with. Are you looking ahead to the tracks, Dave Schneider? I, I am, actually. You're okay. You can do that. Yeah. He's, he's the scorekeeper. So he's Listen, a good, re- a good reporter knows what's going right. on. So a good reporter <laughs> finds these things out. <laughs> Uh, okay, track four versus track four. Let's kick it off with Asia and a song called One Step Closer.
One step closer, track four from Asia. We're going to go to Yes's track four. If you're uh, listening on vinyl, this would close out side one of 90125. Uh, Asia's uh, got five songs on their side, side one. I'm just throwing that out for uh, for fun. I don't know that it was, but I threw it out there. All right, here we go. Yes, 90125, track four. Changes. sing it's been 90 seconds <laughs> i'm moving through some changes i'll never be the same something you did touch me there's no one else all right i'm gonna bump it up to the chorus uh and i believe that's trevor trevor I that's Raven trevor Raven singing yes singing on that okay i'm gonna i'm gonna just move it up a little bit see where we fall in here i'm trying to get to the chorus All right, all right. We uh we had a 90 second intro on that thing, and then we heard some Trev 
Trevor Rabin sing, which I forgot about. I forgot that he sings co-lead on this. And then we get into that chorus and uh, I get the even song. So I'm first. That is true. All right. I love One Step Closer, but Changes is a chance for every single band member to shine on that thing. Keyboard intro, some cool, almost metal sounding guitar a little bit on that. Uh, Co-lead vocal, great chorus. They sound good singing together. So my vote on this one is definitely for Changes. If I... I had a dollar for every time I nearly got into a near-death car accident playing those drums while mm. driving to changes. <laughs> I love that. I loved. I love that song from when I was a kid. I love it now. I never get tired of it. And to me, the the song, the instrumentation, everything about that song up until this point, kind of proves that that the 90125 album is just a cut above. Now we still have a whole a lot a lot of music left. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? These things have these things have gone uh off the rails in the past yeah. as far as yeah. what I thought it was going to uh, turn out. But I I honestly after hearing changes, I don't even remember what I don't remember the song you just played 2 minutes ago off of that age album. It has left my mind already. Well, it was one was, step closer, Dave. That's a good go. song too. One step closer. Dave, I, yeah, not, it, to me, it's to me. I don't, that one's the first one that's just kind of forgettable, and changes is just a, a. It's a masterpiece in my in my opinion. Wow. Well, I I will say that these two albums are both best enjoyed as a whole as an album listening experience. So when you do break it apart, yeah, sometimes a song like One Step Closer can feel the way you're saying uh, it is, like forgettable. But in the context of side one, I feel like everything flows. I think both of these uh, so far are album listening experiences. Dave Schneier, I'm curious as to how you come down on this matchup, One Step Closer Against Changes. This I agree with Dave on this one. It's pretty easy for me as a single against a single, if you were, it, I, I get your point, Pat, as far as the flow of an album. Yeah. I also remember this one, despite the fact that I was 13 or 14 years old in concert. This was incredible too, because you had yeah. the incredible intro. And then after that, the, as you said, sort of the metal guitar thing, it kind of kicks into the song itself. Yeah. Like it's just perfect in concert. Like it's right. just this intro, the guitar, and then boom, here it is. And sort of lights go up and like, and and the vocals come in. It it's a great song. It's a really really great song. And it's the uh, second longest song on the album at six minutes and twenty seconds. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have, or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, track five against track five. Asia's going to close out side one. And then Yes is going to kick off side two. So, from Asia, we get 
Closing outside one, track five, time again. A lot of intro here too guys yeah. <laughs> Now, you would think with that long intro that that song would be long, but it's really four minutes and 40 seconds long. So, all right, that's Asia's entry into round five. Here comes Yes kicking off side two of 90125 with Cinema. And this is something that we have not had yet on either one of these albums. This is an instrumental track. Here we go. That's uh, 45 seconds of a two minute and eight second song. So I think, I think we've heard enough on that one. Dave, you get to go first because it's the odd song time again versus cinema. Um, I, I like this matchup because it seems even to me because they're both, even though there are vocals in the Asia song, there's that long intro in the beginning and they're both, you know, I was like, I was into it. I was into it. I was out of it. I was with the Asia thing. Cause it, it kind of was like, wait, going back and forth from, I like it. 
and then it's um in lord of the rings and then i'm back to liking it again it got a little too prog rock bullshitty for me um but i never i've never and in full disclosure i'm not a big instrumental fan yeah me neither so and but with cinema eh, i mean it's okay i never i've never it's i skip it um so i'm giving this one to asia because i did enjoy it yeah and also in full disclosure like i'm not oh i I know the asia album but Uh i don't really know it and i it's was cool. looking forward to this because i wanted to rehear it with an open mind yeah it's um, good yeah so i'm i'm going i'll go asia on this one first of all it took you a long time to get there especially when you threw out the sentence cinema i skip it <laughs> so it should be a no-brainer that it's time again for you but you, but you let me talk you, for five more minutes yeah you oh, did you so much you you talked longer than the song you oh, ramped up you're your vote was prog rock bullshit. This would there wouldn't be much of an episode if I was like, yeah, Asia. Well, that's true. Yeah, um, I wanted yeah, to explain it, my position. I get it. This is no contest for me. I don't. Cinema is nothing to me. I mean, it's not nothing. Well, I mean, it's not. It's not Y Y Z by Rush. No, no. You know what I mean? That yeah, that I would true. put up against. That's an yeah, instrumental that's that can go head to head with a, a song with lyrics. I'm a lyric guy too. I like words. I like to sing along. Uh, cinema for me, uh, serves more as an intro to the next song, but it's, it, it's a track on the album. It's, it's its own song. It's its own track. So don't look ahead. Dave Fistini. looks like you're looking ahead. No, 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 no. All right. I, what are you staring I really, at? Did, did you, you just accuse me of Did you see him? Cheating? Dave, did you see him? Look, he was looking off to the side. I- I got a text, so I, I caught my attention. Did you Jeez. want to get down and, and and let the pizza guy in, or what do you want to do? I already ate my pizza tonight. God, and, I want pizza uh, now. Jesus, Christ, and I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't cheat. This is like okay, all right. Is... We only cheat when we play Murray's thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there we go. Let's get a new tally now. We're we're five. Uh, we're right dead center of uh of of all the the eight the. Uh, matchups what here we are we are and uh yes is still ahead but it's closer we're at six four right now six four okay now here's what i'm gonna do because i told you i'd do it right in the middle dave Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on what? time out what how are we at six four five songs shouldn't be, in shouldn't it be tied because i crossed over once and pat crossed over once there's no no it, no, no? Yes. So look, one and one, one and one, one, two, th- one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four. No, six, four. Yeah. Okay. Math's not my strong suit. Well, All then right. shut up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. Testy. I mean, salty, salty, salty. Uh, Report, Reporter Dave has one job and he's doing it. <laughs> Breaking All news. Right. Don't ever do math, Dave Festini. Yeah, you don't have to fight me on that one. Hold on, I'm gonna reach. I'm gonna reach back. I'm gonna pull the albums off the shelf that are gonna go head to head next. Hold on. Oh, it's time. It's time. Oh. It's time to reveal it. It's time for the reveal. Why can't I, I wonder. Find it? Look, here we go. I wonder if. Uh, I want to make sure see. that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Dave Fistini, are you ready for this? I am. Both of these albums have nine songs. Okay. Both of these albums are from the same band. 
Oh, both okay. of these albums came out. Well, they came out back to back. One has this lead singer. Oh, no. And one has oh. this lead singer. Oh, no. Dave Schneier. That's, a, that's amazing. Dave Schneier has chosen for our next matchup Van Halen's 1984 against Van Halen's 5150. They're wow. also number albums. Wow. Four, Dave, four digits. Off, Do you call man. it digits when it's hats off? Yes. Thank you. What do you think of that? So that's what we're going to do next. I wish we that could do it right it's, after I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. As a card-carrying David Lee Roth fan, I'm, I fear this. I fear this match. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I agree with you. And, um, and again, I don't, I don't like Sammy better than Dave. I enjoy all of it, but that, that's going to be a good one. And Dave Schneier, a tip of the hat to you. For that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and it's you. it's great because like it really. See, I I look at it as Van Halen became two different bands yep. because there was such a change in musical style. Um, that's what's going to make part of the what's going to make it so yeah. so and interesting. We, and let's save this pontification yes, for the next yes. episode. Um, and the reason why we we aren't doing um Eat Him and Smile is because I think that has ten tracks. Pretty I'm sure. Not, I'm not sure. But well, I can find it, out right it might, now, guys. It might. That would have been a great one too. It is, but it can't. It can't be. Uh, and I would have feared that one as well. Oh boy, yeah, that would have been. That would have uh, yeah, been great uh, too. Ten yeah. tracks. Ten, ten tracks, tracks on this one. So that's a perfect matchup, Dave Schneier. That's why we have you here. You did your, your, you did your, uh, your research as a reporter, and we love it. I okay. do what I can. I do Rock what I can for, for the good of the people. <laughs> okay, here we go. Track six versus track six. Asia is going to bring to the table something called Wildest Dreams. going to go head to head track six to track six from 90125 from yes we have leave it i can feel no sense of measure no illusions as we take refuge in young man's pleasure 
It's an even one, so I go first. Um, I got to be honest; I've uh, I've never really liked the song "Leave It." It it gets into that Howard Jonesy stuff that I really don't care for. It's not something I like. Um, and I love "Wildest Dreams." I just think it's a, a kind of a heavier, harder driving song, and uh, I've always loved "Wildest Dreams," and I've never really cared for the song leave it so my vote is for wildest dreams i am shocked i don't like that keyboard i don't like that keyboard i mean again it sounds like it's just i'm not saying it's a bad song it's just not the type of thing that i enjoy i okay that's that's fair uh i'm not saying it's bad i'm not saying oh i hate leave it i'm just saying i never gelled with it and I gave you specific reasons why I didn't. Can you understand the Howard Jones? I get, yeah, I, I get you that know what comparison. I mean? I mean, yeah, I heard Wildest Dreams, and I thought, hey, I, you know, I, you know, I remember this one. I, this is good. I like this. This is going to be. This is going to be a matchup casualty, um, because I really enjoyed Wildest Dreams, but I, I love Leave It. Yeah, I, you know, again, it's just like. And leave it was a single. I mean, it was. It was. And there's actually a, a there's an acapella version of leave it that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I from the from the moment you said the moment you started leave it, I was like, well, wait, this one's I, over for me because I mean, how much I love that song. And I don't know how leave it went over live. I feel like there's a lot of production tricks uh, on that. Right. It feels like yes. a real studio track where wildest dreams is going to sound like wildest dreams in the live setting. And again, that has nothing to do with the studio song matchup. I'm just throwing that out there. That didn't, I agree. that didn't sway my opinion either way on this matchup. So curious what Dave Schneier does think though, on these two, this is a really, I, I agree with Dave that the, that Asia is a casualty of two good songs. It's they're, they're really good songs. You put the Asia song up against some of the other ones by yes on this on 90125. I think it wins. I agree that I, I and leave it by the way, I look this up. The set list for the time that I saw Yes in concert had cinema as the first song and then leave it kicked in right away. Now I don't remember production wise or anything like that right, live, right. you know, like what how it came off, but those two songs play so well together, clearly, right? Yeah. Because you go from the instrumental to this. I believe it's a great song. It's just, it, it, I like it better just yeah, in cool. general. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. We only got the three more, three more matchups to yeah. go. Let's go with, uh, and this one for me, this seems like the most, the deepest of deep cut matchups coming up right now. Uh, Asia is going to start us out with something called Without You. Gazing at our sunrise, reflected in your clear eyes. 
misty morning forest smoke fires make our way through the broken day I couldn't stand to stay without you All right, that's one minute of Without You. Let's go into what Yes is bringing to the table for track seven. This is something called Our Song. Here we go. Uh, Dave Festini, before you comment on this matchup, I just want to say that I just looked at, um, I hope I didn't give misinformation. I know I said on a couple songs, that's Trevor Rabin singing co-lead vocal, but it looks like uh, Chris Squire also sang some co-lead vocal on a couple of the uh, 90125 tracks. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. But anyway, so if I gave misinformation, I'm pretty sure when I said it was Trevor Rabin, I'm pretty sure it was him. So anyway, I just want to clarify. I don't want a bunch of fucking emails. <laughs> All right, Dave. Uh, track seven, Without You from Asia versus our song from Yes. Um, I didn't remember Without You, but I was enjoying it. See, the thing like when when uh, when they say, oh, listen, the, the dryer is going off. Can you hear the little tune that it plays in the background? No. We can't hear it seriously. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, so when I was listening, when I spent the most time listening to this Asia album, I was young. I was you know, teen teenager, early teen. Yeah. So the slow stuff probably just went past me. It would have been a skip right. when I was a kid. But listening right. to it now, I enjoyed that one a lot. And um, our song, to me, our song doesn't necessarily live up to the to the level of quality of the rest of 90125 to me to me it almost sounds like it could have been a b-side yeah. uh in some ways so 
much to my surprise, I'm going to go uh, to eight with Asia on this one. All right. I enjoyed that one. Now, I had the same thing as you with our song. I didn't, I saw that song title and I was like, I don't even know what that is. Mm. I had no idea what that is. And um, it was different from the other songs in the album. And, um, right. and I was enjoying it, but um, I kind of like the post-apocalyptic lyrics and stuff of without you. And so for that reason, I'm also going with without you, but I enjoyed our song having, I didn't even know what it was. I was like, I don't even know what this is. Yeah. And those keyboards in the beginning, like, was there any time when that, those keyboards don't sound cheesy? I know. I know. know. It's like a Casio. It's like, uh, yeah. All right. I feel since we both went Asia that time, we need a score update from Dave Schneier. Well, shocker of all things here. We are tied. Oh, seven. Here we go. Tied at seven. This is when it gets dicey now. Asia making a comeback. By the way, our song was the B-side to Owner of a Lonely Heart. All right. Yeah. See, when, well, when I say B side, I almost mean like. No, I I know. I mean, like a bonus B-side. track B side. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. By the way, this Asia album has a monster of a bonus track B side called Ride Easy. It's fantastic. It's probably, I think, better than maybe one or two of the songs that's on the. Really? On the album. Yes. I don't know if. um. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure if there were any. Yeah, I don't think that 90125 had any unreleased B sides. I don't know. Don't the covers so. on these albums are too, are very very different. Well, it's funny with, because um, Asia uses Roger Dean. Roger Dean, which was the guy the who did all the yes stuff, covers, right? And I don't know who did the. Uh, maybe Dave Schneier can look it up to see who did 90125. I, uh, I think it's hypnosis, but really? I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, they try, you know, and again, I understand um, Asia wants to ride that wave of their their members that have been in Yes. They want people to know, hey, look, we're, this is what we're doing now. Well, and all, all that stuff is so cool looking. Yeah, it is. But, and know, I think, I think the cover of the Asia album, um, there's a pearl on the front and that's a dragon. So that must be. That must be what from the uh, from the well, like you never on that dragon's wings. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you know, Dave's uh, in his living room. There's a whole mural of the dragon, and, the <laughs> and he might have his pearls out. Who knows? The uh, uh, the nine zero one two five. By the way, the album's logo was designed and created by Gary Muett at assorted oh. images on an Apple IIe computer. Wow. The variant would be used on Yes's next studio album, Big Generator. All right. All right. That was wrong. And, um, but yes, yeah, yes is trying to tell you, hey, we're doing something different than we used when we used to do. Staying in the lane, but not staying in the lane. So, all right, track eight versus track eight. Asia is bringing us cutting it fine. Open, but you won't go 
Right, we got to the chorus quickly, so I'll fade it down at 56 seconds. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we'll jump into track eight on 90125 from Yes, something called City of Love. Track eight's an even number. I get to go first. Um, I, I, I didn't. I didn't like City of Love at all until that chorus kicked in. I, I thought that was fucking nonsense <laughs> at the beginning. I just it didn't sound like yes. It sounded like they were trying to step so far out of their lane to do something different, and that just does not work for me at all uh cutting it fine all the way i love the uh steve howe getting to do a little acoustic at the beginning and then it blasts in i like that i like that i like that uh you know some of that on the on the shire yeah exactly i mean when you started to laugh the word that popped in my head was shire i'm like i know what he's thinking but then um but like right after that then cutting it fine is fantastic for me and i only like the chorus on this i did and city of love i've it, it almost feels like I've never heard that song in my life. And yeah, did not do anything for me. I think that's the worst. I'd rather hear cinema than that. Wow. Be, oh, oh, come on, this, man. I take. It's all Raven. That's a Raven. That's a Trevor Raven track. I mean, I, mean, I don't know who wrote it. If we looked at writing uh, credits. City of Love written a... by Raven and Anderson, sung by Anderson. Um, 
you know, but, yeah, I, I just, which I which might if I if I had to guess, it's Raven with the music and Anderson with the vocal. But um, yeah, look, if you if you ask me, would I like a Steve Howe solo album or a Trevor Raven solo album? I'd probably like a Trevor Raven Raven solo album because he can sing. Yeah, well, you know, he, listen, the the uh, I forget the name of the what was it, the Asia song, Cutting yeah. It Fine and Cutting City it fine. of Love. That for me, that, that opening was bad. It was, I, you know, well, that's how I feel about um, City of Love, the whole thing up until. Well, but once the once the the intro is over, I was pleasantly, you know, I was like, okay, I'm into this. This is good. Right. This is good stuff. Right. It was, in fact, uh, both songs um, were even for me. I was uh, up until when the chorus of uh, Yes kicked in. And that's when it's taken the point for me that that kicked it over the edge. I, I love that core. That chorus kicks in so much. Um, it's not your then, vote first. Not your vote first. Oh, it's not. I thought Pat voted. Yeah, on I it. did. I did say cutting it fine all the way. Okay. All he right, said he hated the other song. I he just, wasn't exactly going to vote for it. It was shit such, all over it. It was such nonsense for me. I, I was surprised was when it went. I, I, thought, thought, I, thought, I thought I was surprised when it got good for that. Uh, <laughs> Do they ever say City of Love in it, or is this one of those that the title is never in the song? I think they do say it. I think you think they do. All right. So that's uh, that's, a beginning. I'm shocked that this is a tie. I really am. I wanted to have a Guinness and uh, some and some potatoes. The beginning of that song. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Does, Does anybody hear like on the Asia song the 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 intro a little bit of roundabout? Like the beginning of Roundabout with sort of the, the the medieval times Renaissance festival kind of guitar thing there. Let, let's listen. We'll see. I'll get hate mail for that one. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> it's okay. I don't hear it at all. It's okay. Dave, don't worry, Dave. Nice, Dave. You'll be fine. The hate mail will come for the other guy. Um, <laughs> all right, what's the score? Because that was a split. oh, one song to go, and we are tied at eight. So shocked. Oh. I'm so shocked that wow, City of Love was so loved by uh, Dave Festini, but. <laughs> You like say the same for you and the Asia song. I know. I get it. Nonsense. I get it. We both thought the other one was nonsense. And so we, I know that's not true. I liked the Asia song. I just didn't like the beginning of it. Yeah. I hated that. Yes. song. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is the last track, right? Round nine. 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 Wow. What's going to happen. This is when Dave Festini gets the most nervous. (laughs) Here we go. Yes is closing it out with something called Here Comes the Feeling. Here we go.
All right. And yes is going to close it out with a one word song title. Seven minutes and 43 seconds. This song is called Hearts. Here we go. Let me turn it up. Let me start it. Here we go. seconds into it i i don't know when they're going to say the word hearts but i'm gonna <laughs> pause it right there i'm gonna go to dave festini can we call this a push it. on this one here comes the feeling versus hearts i don't like either of those songs you're I, trapped you're trapped in a desert island and you can only hear one of those for a oof. year um oh no uh, and yeah i feel like with hearts it's you know they're they're trying to to make good on their their prog rock. You know, like hey, we uh, we went a little pop earlier. Let's make up for it with this right. whatever the hell that was. Turd? I, Is it a turd? I mean, it's seven minutes long. We only heard ninety seconds. Maybe it redeems itself a little further on. But the very fact that I I don't. But the very fact that this is one of my favorite album, rock albums of yeah. this era, and I don't know it, should speaks volumes. Uh, but then there's the ages song where I just feel like they, again, I don't know, kind of you know, like the beginning, whatever gets to the chorus. And we're just back to that. Dunk, 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 dunk. It's this boring <laughs> plotting kind of, you know, let's write a chorus over a yeah, bump, bump, you know, baseline. And the chorus is, the chorus is fun. The way city of love was fun. Mm. Here comes the feeling. This, listen, this is going to prove my loyalty to this uh program and and the format because because <laughs> oh honestly i want yes i really wanted yes to win this i know it but if i got to choose one of those songs to listen to for the rest of my life right that's how you got to think it's the asia song all right and and for me too that hearts is just Ugh. again same the same thing i love this album too i own this album it's a great album, 90125. It's a classic. It's it's probably in my top three yes albums. I don't know this song at all. And I didn't like what I did here. And we played more of it than we played of 
Here Comes the yeah. Feeling. And I love Here Comes the Feeling. I think it closes out the album strongly. So, yeah, I got to go Here Comes the Feeling for sure. I never in my, well, let's get it. In your wildest dreams? Wildest dreams. Let's get a score. Let's get a score. And Dave, and Schreier, seem to, Dave you did like you better? have a strong opinion on that uh, one? You look like you had a strong opinion yeah. on it. What do you got, Dave? No. No, I don't have oh, a strong no? opinion. I mean, oh. your wildest dreams is. It, no, a, here comes the feeling. Here comes. Oh, the feeling. sorry. Here the comes feeling. the feeling. Sorry. Here comes the feeling is a very prog poppy song. Yeah. Dave, to your point, you, you throw a seven minute song at the end of this whole thing to go. <laughs> hey, remember us? We used to uh, do that. Yeah, <laughs> yep. exactly. So, I mean, yes, you put a gun to my head. I'm picking the Asia song. Yeah. But I, I going into it. Anyway, final tally. Yes, Here we go. Asia has won ten to eight. Wow! Never so in my life would nope. I have thought. Nope. Asia no was gonna was gonna win this. Never. I mean, Yes was up six to two. Well, the out the wow. the Yes album is front loaded. Yeah. And, um, See, I feel and this. I, I feel that way about the Asia album. Like the it, first it two tracks are the first two singles. It's all front loaded too. But I think, but it it seems like the Yes album falls apart a little more than the Asia album might fall mm. apart. Although I don't think the Asia album falls apart. But I did. Uh, I didn't vote for Asia every time, so I feel good about that. You know I what hurts? Was like I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking, man, this is going to be totally one sided. And and I, it just it just, I just I it love proves the, the, I format. Love the format. The format I works. Love the form. It yes. does. It truly does. Because if you just said what's the better album, if you just said what album do you like better, what would you pick? Yes, all would, day long. And I would say Asia all day long. You although, would okay. Although although the best songs on the Asia album are for me are equal so equal to the best songs. Mm. On the Yes album, it's really, you know, like if you take the top three on both albums, th those six songs are tens for me. But yeah. it's all about going in the order and you know what I mean? It, so it truly is, you know, the, you, the matchup casualties. When it was six to two and Yes was up, <laughs> unfortunately for Yes, Cinema was the fifth song. Right. So when you go match for match, as far as song for song, yeah. Then all of a sudden it's six, four and the floodgates open. Yep. Yep. Well, Dave, I appreciate you being honest in this. Absolutely. We would if never we let work. If we feelings... put working class dog up against John Wade's ignition, what would happen? Are they even tracked? I think they are. Let me oh look. no. Let me look. Oh, this could be bad. Just for fun. I'm looking. But they weren't. Were they? Were they released in the same year? Working class uh, it dog. Matter. They don't ten have to, songs. Are you looking it up, Dave? Yeah, I got it. I got it right here. I think they both have ten songs. Yeah, the working class oh. dog definitely does. Ignition has. Yeah, it's got ten songs. Uh, Neil Giraldo. Neil Giraldo produced Ignition, and he plays the solo. Oh. On uh, on working class dog. He plays the riff and the solo. He's all yeah. over that album. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes! Indeed. Well, hey, it's intriguing. Think, it's intriguing. Think, and both they they both came out close. Uh, was it the same year? Eighty one and eighty two, I think. Well, yeah. I think we're in John Wade was eighty two. Eighty. You think? Well, really? John Wade working, was eighty two. Yeah. Working class dog was eighty one. John Wade yeah. was eighty two. 
Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But then what out? Then when was No Breaks released? No Breaks was eighty four. Really? So I would have yeah. thought it was earlier because the Babies released two albums in nineteen eighty. They released hmm. On the Edge and Union Jacks in nineteen eighty wow. because Chrysalis was like, "Let's get you off the. <laughs> We're done with you. <laughs> yeah. Let's finish Fill the your contract. contract and get out." Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that could be something down the road. That sounds interesting. I love both of those albums. I'm not see other than changes on the is on ignition, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I have no idea what's on that John Wade album. Yeah. That that might be tough when your your favorite artist is going against someone. That might be tough. Yeah. There's no familiarity. Like I don't, you know, I don't want to make you do a Sophie's Choice. What <laughs> and the Sophie's Choice would be like working class dog against living in Oz. Um but yeah, I mean, with something like Working Class Dog, it's, it would be very hard to even subconsciously go against uh, my familiarity with it and my love of it. Right. Um, all right. Well, look, Dave Schneier, thank you again for keeping score. And thank you for this awesome matchup coming up next time. It's This one's going to be classic. It's yeah, going to be it classic. Is. Do not, do not listen to those albums until... I will. We do well, the matchup. We can't even listen. No, I guess no, not. Because then we'll know now. Because no. then we'll no, know the you're track, making opinion. We'll track listings. No, uh, go listen to the Gary Sharon Van Halen if you need to. Yeah, if you and need the- to. <laughs> um, ASAP Club members, uh, and to join, you go patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast and you'll get your episodes early and ad free. Uh, do not give up. Uh, do not say what the next battle is going to be. Don't put it out there. Don't start discussing it. I mean, look, I can't stop you from doing that. But uh, I would ask you to please not do that. Um, Here's what I'm thinking about this next one. Though. This one's dropping next Thursday, by the way, guys. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Um, wow. Not the first track, the first track on 1984 is 1984. Yeah. It really isn't a song. I uh, know, but the, the last track on 5150 isn't really isn't a song really either. A song. So. Good point. Okay. Okay. Let's not talk that. about it, Dave. All right. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm excited about it. All right. Tell people where we can find Dave Schneier on the interwebs. On the interwebs, you can find me if you're on the uh, if you're on the Twitter. It's at Dave Schneier. Uh, probably the same thing for Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, although I don't spend a lot of time over there. All right, Dave Fistini, where can we find you? And you have a you have your band, Motherfucker. So tell us about that. <laughs> mother, mother cover. Oh, mother cover. All mother right, cover. Uh, we have a show <laughs> coming up. I believe it is the Friday before Memorial Day. I don't right. know what that date is. Well, that's a good. Uh, t- this is a good time to promote it because this drops next Thursday. The White Meadow Country Club. Ooh, Ooh well. Uh, Hold on, I can't. I don't want to screw. I want this a up. hot dog. I want a pizza. We'll get nothing like it. What what is this? What what, what, Caddyshack? Are you kidding me? Country Mm. club. What's wrong with you? Hey, Uh, I'm gonna go see the mother cover, and uh, (laughs) they'll probably play by the pond. When the hell is Memorial Day? At the end of May. Why why can't? (laughs) Do you get paid to do this gig? Yes, yes, we do. How many band members are there? Uh, four. Okay, do mother you, cover. Do you, take, at, do you get paid in cheese fries or is it cash? Beer, 
<laughs> beer and mozzarella cheese. Oh, they'd, they'd lose money. <laughs> Uh, Mother Cover at White Meadow Lake Country Club in Rockaway, New Jersey on May 26th. The fun starts at 7 o'clock. Come ring in your Memorial Day weekend wow. with Mother Cover. Come you, rock and rock away. How long is the set that you play? How many sets do you play a night? Uh, we play two, and we're generally, with a little break in the middle, we generally, generally, play, generally play for about three hours, two and a half, three wow. hours. You sing and play rhythm guitar. I just sing. Occasionally I play a little shaker. Okay. And then, um, and you play cover songs. We do. Do you change up the set list uh, every time you go out or do you guys have a set list? It's it's fairly set. We were dropping some new stuff in. Actually, Mm -hmm. we were, we're supposed to get together next week to, to possibly add a couple of new tracks to the set list. Will you be adding hearts by, uh, (laughs) yes, we'll be adding hearts. No. Okay, uh, that's uh, we considered it, but no. Now this is this is a, I know they're all your babies. Not really, none of them are. Uh, what's your within the night? What are your two favorite songs to play and sing? Boy, right now I'm having. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I like uh, we do plush by the Stone Temple Pilots. Wow. Huh. Oh, uh, I like that one a lot. We also play, although, you know what? I like singing Mr. Brightside. We do Mr. Brightside by the Killers as well. All right, so cool. Those are two, it, definitely two of my favorites. Is there a chance that the breakup song by the Greg Kin Band could make it into that set list? It would be rough because we pretty much concentrate on like 90s. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, right. Really? In there. So, but no we idea. do sneak an occasional 80s song in there. All right. So you never know. I think that you guys should have a a 70s set list, an 80s set list, and a 90s. And then when they book you, they can decide what they want for that night. Well, that would also require learning three times the songs. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you you want it or do you not want it? Listen, it's supposed to to be fun. Okay. This was supposed to be a uh, no-stress endeavor. Okay. Okay, I get it. Originally started. All right, and where can we find you on uh... Uh, on uh, Twitter? It is at D Festini. Okay. Yes, and and I and we do actually have a. Well, you can find Mother Cover on Facebook. It's Mother C O V R, no E. All right, good, good, good. Uh, you can find us at Rock Solid Show on Twitter. Go to RockSolidPodcast.com for all things about the show and. Thank you, Dave Festini. Thank you, Dave Schneier. And to close it out, I will, since Asia won, I will play that aforementioned B-side bonus track to the original Asia album written by John Wetton and Steve Howe called Ride Easy. So thank you, Dave. Thank Thank you, you. Thank you. And everyone else, please enjoy Ride Easy. In an empty cafe 
Faces were so empty, meaningless and negative to me. I could have died. Parties and the strangers reflected in their glasses as they drank. Not seeing eye to Spring would never come again Melting the snow The many nights I'd reveled 